This episode is brought to you by The Candidly Speaking. The Candidly Speaking provides a space where you can connect to the words as well as the images. Representation matters in every area of our lives. So let's celebrate each other in the form of a greeting card. Get your next birthday or thank you card on thecandidlyspeaking.com. Straw talk, yeah. You're in the place to be. Straw talk, yeah. You're hanging with my girlies. Straw talk, yeah. A space to just be free. Straw talk, yeah. Straw talk with E. Yeah. Relatable. Spiritual. Empowering you to do the impossible. A dreamer, achiever, I'm destined to be her Girl, spread your wings and fly Welcome back to another episode of Strut Talk Podcast. So listen, it's been a minute. This is actually going to be our last episode for this season. And I honestly have been holding on to it. I don't know why, but this conversation is intimate. It's raw. It's the start, the beginning of entrepreneurship, the the pandemic, the effects And what's different about this versus the other conversations we had entrepreneurs this season is that she started in the pandemic and she's an artist. All right. She's an artist. She's not selling a physical product. She's not teaching a course, but she's literally an artist. And she actually does have products now, but that is not how she started. But her literally honing in on her craft, something that she was passionate about during a pandemic has grown into something so much more so i she doesn't even need an introduction let's get into this conversation with the destiny darcell okay hey girl hey (laughs) okay so let's start off with just tell us who is destiny um, I'm Destiny. My middle name is Darcel. So Destiny Darcel. Um, people don't acknowledge my last name anymore at all. Everything says Destiny Darcel. <laughs> um, and I am a digital artist, a digital illustrator. Um, I started in quarantine. I had no prior experience drawing on an iPad or anything like that. I just had some time on my hands. And um, that's how I used that time. I was working at Apple at the time. And um, we were um, we weren't working, but we were still getting paid as if we were at work every day. And we were doing Zoom meetings every day. And Lord, I hated Zoom meetings. I hated working from home. I hated it so much. I used to fall asleep in the meetings. Like I used to fall asleep with the camera on. Sleep. I could not think. <laughs> and so, like they were literally just giving us kind of like busy work, like busy, like you know, read up on this about Apple, do this about Apple, just something, something to occupy our time to give them a reason to pay us for not working. And um, 
I was I was making like little graphics and stuff like explaining like Apple Pay, Apple Care, like stuff like that. <laughs> and um, my manager is just like, you're so good at this. And I'm just like, I do have like a little Finsta at a Finsta where I was just doing like little Photoshop work. And like it was literally just like Photoshopping pictures of myself and like cute little stuff. Like I would make like cute logos here and there. Nothing spectacular, nothing special. And one day while I was on Instagram, I was like, you know, let me like live in my little Finsta up. The Finsta was always Destiny Darcel. I don't know why my Finsta would be my actual name, but whatever. <laughs> um, it was always Destiny Darcel. And I said, let me liven it up. I got some time. So I was scrolling and I saw an illustration and I was like, oh, this is so cute. I'm just going to put it in Photoshop, change the color of this, change it to look more like me, change her shirt. And I'm going to tag the artist because I don't want her to think I'm stealing or nothing. I tag the artist after I do my little tweaks in Photoshop. And you know, she reports me for copyright infringement reported me and I was just like I tagged you in everything and I felt so slighted I felt so offended so deeply offended that I was just like that wasn't that hard I bet I could do it better and my journey for digital illustration started <laughs> right there <laughs> first off first off let's just say first, that is a heck of a start <laughs> And I'm wondering, I'm almost wondering, like, what's she thinking now? <laughs> yes, because she had blocked me and everything. Like, she had blocked me and everything. And recently, I said, let me go to her page. Let me see if I'm still blocked. I'm not blocked anymore. I don't think she follows me, but she definitely unblocks me. So here's the thing. Even if she blocks you, though, because your work is everywhere, she will still see your work. Yes, people were still reposting it, tagging me and everything. Yes, couldn't believe it. I felt like she really tried me. And I was just like, I bet I could do it better. I can wish she would try me like that. And I had time on my hands, please. So. Okay, so my family always tells me that I have, uh, um, I can show you better than I can tell you attitude. Would you say like you adopted that? Indeed, indeed. <laughs> Yes, because that girl tried me. I'm just like, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm about to get more followers than her. I don't know. Why Why would she be so mean like that? I thought it was so mean. Looking back on it, as far as I've gotten now, I do kind of understand where she was coming from. Mm -hmm. I do. But at the time, I couldn't understand. And I felt like she was being mean. And I was just like, yeah, she tried me. So I called my dad and I was like, dad, can you buy me an iPad, please? Even though I worked at Apple, I'm just like, can you buy it though? And so he bought me the iPad and I really started drawing every day. Oh <laughs> so you started drawing every day. No real experience. Um, did you have experience in graphics prior to that? Um, not I know you said like you played on Photoshop, but any training? No. So not outside of Photoshop, like I used to play in Photoshop all the time, like making flyers, like when I was on campus in college and stuff like that. Like, but I never drew anything. I would always like, you know, take a picture of something and like change the opacity and cut things out, like that kind of thing. I'm really good at that, but it's not the same thing at all. So I never had any training like drawing or anything. Nope. And now you're in love with it. Yes, it's literally like, change change everything like so this 
so you would say that the pandemic honestly changed your life yeah because you know a lot of people look at the pandemic and we think about it negatively we think about the fact that we weren't able to go outside that we weren't able to do all these things that our normal wasn't normal anymore but for you you use that time to cultivate a new skill that ultimately has changed your whole life talk about that talk about that part some and deeper about the pandemic for you I do feel, I do feel a little, I won't say I feel, feel bad, but like, I kind of feel like a little funny kind of talking about how the pandemic was so great and wonderful for me. And like, without it, like I wouldn't be where I am today because a lot of people, you know, did have really, really bad experiences, really bad depression, you know, deaths and everything. So I do kind of feel bad talking about how great it was for me, but it was so great for me. Like having that time, having, working for Apple at the time, they were so, so, so supportive. Like, cause I didn't, I don't think I ended up quitting Apple until September of what was the pandemic year? 2020? 2020. September. And my managers were just like, you know, like your Instagram is taking off. You're taking off. Whenever you want to come back, you can come back. Like if it doesn't work out in two or three months, just come back. It's fine. Just take your time and do your thing. Like so super supportive. My mom was so supportive since she was working from home. She like she doesn't have like a really demanding job. So like she literally like took over all of my packaging, mailing stuff out, like that's all her. She does all of it. I call her, what do they call those people? Creative, not creative, the COO, chief operations officer. She's my chief operations officer. She literally like operates everything as far as mailing stuff out because it became really overwhelming because I do a lot of commissions as well. Mm -hmm. And I will have like 10, 20 clients at a time and on top of mailing stuff out is super, super hard. So because my mom was at home because of the pandemic, she was able to like take that load off my shoulders. And since my dad was at home during the pandemic, he was able to be like my finance person, like taking care of like how everything was working, filing taxes. Cause of course I have no idea. I've only been in school and filing taxes from having one job. Like right. you know, so it wasn't nothing spectacular. So my dad took over that. And it has become, we've become like a little trio, <laughs> but it was all because like they had the time on their hands and I had the time on my hands because of the pandemic and because my managers were watching me sleep during the Zoom meetings. And <laughs> I was clearly uninterested and yeah, and like the pandemic really did its thing. And because 2021 was also kind of pandemic, I live in Atlanta, so like, hmm, where are we out in the house? Not for long. Not for um, long. Not for long. So we were really outside all year yes, last year, but I was still kind of treading lightly and just having the expectation to not have to be outside, to not have to actively been doing anything, like worked out in my favor as well. Because like my friends weren't really trying to go on trips. Nobody was really trying to go on trips, but like we were outside in Atlanta. Right. Um, So yeah, like it really like helps me a lot. Having student loans be on pause, what did the thing, okay? Because I had quit my job. (laughs) So it was nice the student loans were on pause. And I even was enrolled in grad school at the start of the pandemic. And my Instagram picked up so fast that I just stopped doing that. What was, um, what were you going to study? I was studying user experience design. I was in my second semester. Okay. User experience design from grad school. And um, it was just taking up too much of my time. 
<laughs> it was too time consuming. I wanted to draw. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, it's understandable. So what did you study in undergrad? In undergrad, I studied journalism. Really? Yeah, so my goals before the drawing thing, the illustrating thing fell in my lap, my goals were to, um, because Apple is so easy to like move up in Apple and work for corporate if you want to work for corporate. And like I was really high performing at the store. So I felt like it was a good possibility. So I was studying user experience design and my intentions were to go work in Cupertino for Apple doing user experience design. Those are my intentions. Um, but yeah. The school thing was taken. There was another plan for you. There was another plan for me. Um, I don't think at the time I was like, I'd love to go to California, but now I'm just like, I'm never leaving Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it also seems like a major component in your growth has been the support. Um, without the support of like your mommy or dad, and you saying how you guys became like a trio. Talk about how that feels to have that support and even the support from your managers. A lot of people don't see that from their corporate jobs. How did that help kind of cultivate you to say, I can't do this? I literally, it was just never a doubt in my mind because they made me feel like it wasn't a doubt in my mind, in their minds. My mom was a little hesitant at first because, you know, she's my mom. So like, she wanted me to have like six months of all my bills saved up before I quit, like that kind of thing. And my manager who was a black manager, which I loved about moving to the Apple in Atlanta, because originally I started in Kentucky at their Apple and there was no black leadership. So like having that black leadership really like fulfilled me. Like it fulfilled me to the point where I wanted to stay at Apple. I would have stayed if they let me cut my hours, but whatever. <laughs> um, but having that black management, it was really fulfilling. It really, really was. And they were like, we want to see you grow. Like we want to see you thrive outside of Apple. Like Apple is not everything. And like, they really cared the attitude and they really meant it. Like they really, really meant it. And I still talk to the store manager. Like, he's just like, you know, um, you're doing such a great job. I tell people about you all the time. Like, if you ever need to come back, come on back. Like, so I'm like, if anything goes left, I'm just going to go back to work. Lennox is around the corner. I'm going to do the back to work. If anything doesn't work out, it's fine. So having that really like felt like a cushion because like, mm -hmm. you know, like I can, I can make money some kind of way. Like I can do something fulfilling and plan B is not such a bad plan. Like it's still a pretty good plan. And having my mom, my dear mother, she's just so, <laughs> she's just so amazing. Like, cause mailing and packaging stuff is hard. Like yeah. it's hard to be doing that every day. Cause a lot of the times I don't feel motivated. So I'm just like, imagine if I had to pack orders today and do commissions today, like I, every day, because entrepreneurship is a 24 seven kind of thing. It so is. I, yes. And like, she was, and she likes it. And she just said that she wanted to have something more to do, like, because work was boring. She's not really doing too much. Some days she's working, some days she's, you know, on the phone with me all day. Like, she just, <laughs> you know, so like she had the time to be supportive and she's always rode my wave, whatever I wanted to do. She's always been super, super, super supportive. Um, my dad, on the other hand, is the one that pushed me to go to grad school. I did not want to go, but he pushed me to go to grad school. But then once he saw the businesses flourishing like okay you doing something now he's like super proud every time he calls me I can hear the smile through the phone I was like uh -huh. proud I was like now help me pay them student loans then since you're so <laughs> proud 
route. So yeah, he gets all my taxes and everything. Thank God, because I have no clue. If it was if it was up to me, I probably I'd probably be in jail for tax evasion because I didn't know I had to pay. So oh thank God, God for him. <laughs> be like I didn't know (laughs) but you know and he takes care of all of that and so like I'm just very very well taken care of it's such a blessing and yeah awesome awesome that's amazing um so like you said entrepreneurship is no catwalk it is hard it is not a nine-to-five it is a 24-7 how have you adapted to this, that new normal for you? It was very hard. Like it was not easy at all. Like creating the discipline to, to do it. Like I'm still working, actively working on the discipline part of it. Um, I'm getting so much better. I'm so much further than when I started because, you know, when I started because of the pandemic as well, like I had, I had a roommate, so we would be up to five and six o'clock in the morning every night and then wake up at two or three o'clock the next day. And you cannot conduct business that way. Like you have to, you have to be up and at them. You can't be waking up at 3 p.m. talking about time to work. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not, not every it. day, not every day, not every day. But that was like every day for us. Like we up eating snacks, cracking jokes, like having a ball. But I'm like kind of running a business, kind of not like whatever. But since it's become such a huge part, like I have to work, I wake up at 6 a.m. every day. I um, like I have routines and I have really, really stick to it. I have content schedules, everything. So like I have added little bits and pieces, little bits at a time on um, creating discipline for myself and like really making it work and making it happen because it takes a lot of consistency, a lot of discipline. And I, I found that discipline makes up for when you're not feeling motivated because mm-hmm. like yesterday wasn't feeling motivated at all. Didn't want to do anything, but I had been so disciplined up until that point that like I had met all my deadlines. Like I was just, you know, like being hard on myself, but that really makes up for the days that you're not motivated. So it's taken a lot. It's taken a lot. It's not easy, but that's when consistency comes in. <laughs> very true what are um some of the routines that you've kind of adopted to help you with that discipline um like I said waking up at 6 a.m I at least wake up at 6 a.m I don't get up till 7 but <laughs> wake up at 6 a.m um I wake up and I take a shower that early as well like I try to you know get my bonnet off and get my pajamas off you know because I feel better working if I feel a little cuter um <laughs> I um I eat breakfast and I have all my emails and my to-do list done, answered, and written out by 8 a.m. I try to have it done by 8 a.m. every day. And then I have whatever post I'm posting that day, I have it done in the 10 o'clock hour every day. And then, then I probably take a break until like noon. And then I start working after that. I try to have a cutoff time. That is something that I'm not really good at because I end up working like until midnight but I try to have a cutoff time at like six or seven o'clock and just like rest my nerves but a lot of times I get obsessed with something and I'm up until midnight doing something but um I try to do that and I try to be in the bed by midnight no later than midnight so I can wake up and do it all over again um I do try to show myself grace and let stay in the bed some days you know it's not every single day like I do show myself some grace and I give myself the weekends off. I don't answer emails on Saturdays and Sundays because big companies don't, so I'm not either. <laughs> Period. Period. But, 
yes, that's the things I've like cultivated to like make things easier. And I make my content calendars a month in advance and I tweak them as I go, but yep. Okay. And for your content days, how do you structure those? Because we see like last year, we didn't really see your face that much. This year, we are getting all of you. Yes, girl. Bringing so. all the tea. I really dedicated Um, I wanted people to see my face because I wanted to get like, I don't know, it feels more fun. It feels more fun to see my personality. It feels more fun mm-hmm. to just like to be taking pictures and be cute because I usually do my post the morning of. I usually draw it the morning of. Um, sometimes, sometimes if I like have something planned out specifically, like say it's Beyonce's birthday or something, I'll probably be driving that ahead of time because you know it's Beyonce's birthday. But a lot of the times I draw my piece pieces the morning of, I just know it what I want to draw that day or the subject I want to draw that day. Um, and when it comes to making videos of myself, um, it's definitely around my nails and hair. Um, <sighs> the real days and content days, they are a struggle. Um, I'm really trying to wrap my head around loving them. I don't hate them, but I do find myself crying sometimes. <laughs> really? Yeah, I do. Like those reels are not easy. Like it's not reels easy. are hard. It's not easy to be consistent with them. Instagram is super glitchy. Sometimes my videos aren't uploading. They haven't gone to the cloud. So Instagram won't open them. And I'm supposed to post in the 10 o'clock hour. And I just start crying because I can't believe this is happening to me. And it's not even that big of a deal, but it's, it's kind of hard. So I like really commend the people who like really like post themselves, making videos of themselves, reels every day like that. Cause Lord knows I'd be boo crying in here. I cannot, <laughs> I really, I really commend the girls that do. And I know they have some sort of system because honey, but I, um, I need a reason to um, get cute. And I didn't have a reason when I wasn't showing my face. And so I was really wearing my pajamas and bonnet every day. And, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm cute. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I need to be that. I can't you just have my body that, on yeah. all my life. <laughs> so that's why I really dedicated myself to like um, posting myself more. And I love getting my nails done. Um, my nail bill has gone up substantially since I started yes. posting myself in my hands and whatnot. Um, yeah, what used to be like a $90 trip for nails and toes turned into a $200 trip these days. It's literally like- Really? Yeah. Yeah. When I get fill-ins, like my fill-ins are like $140. They're expensive. Ah! But I love how they do them so much. Like I love it. To the point where I'm just like, I'm just gonna, you know, I write it off on my taxes. So I, I think of it as a business expense, but like- It is a business expense. Um, it is. And I really love how they do them. Like the nails don't be breaking and falling off. I love the shape. I love the designs. So I'm gonna stay, I'm gonna keep going over there because I'm scared to try somebody cheaper and I really get a cheaper experience. Right. So right. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going over there, but my nail is done up substantially. Um, I've always kept my lashes done. So that was always a thing for me. And my hair is always doing her thing. So 
those bills haven't gone up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so um, we also know that like with, with entrepreneurship and like you said, some days your content not uploading, how do you kind of manage your mental health and all of this? Because entrepreneurship can be rough. Um, also, we know when you're in corporate, you have your nine to five hour, you can leave work at work, but when you're an entrepreneur, you don't really have that luxury. And so how do you manage your mental health and make sure that your spirits are staying high? Um, literally I just started not working on the weekends, like, like just started like in the past two months. So that has like dramatically like improved, like my mental health, like feeling bogged down, feeling like I need to be emailing you at Sunday on Sunday at 2 PM. Cause that don't sit right with my spirit. It's the Lord's <laughs> day. <laughs> I shouldn't be emailing you. But um, like, I just started that because it was, it was really like weighing heavy on me. Cause I still post on the weekends, but like, I like to post and put my phone down. So I really take the weekends to literally do nothing or, you know, go out my friends. I love dinners. I love going out to dinner. So my friends are always taking me out to dinner and um, yeah. That is, it's, it's really helped significantly not feeling like I have to work on Saturdays and Sundays. Like it's been a significant difference. So taking that time for, um, so you give yourself those two days to just do you, what about during the week? Do you take, like, I know you said like you take a, you would take a break between your morning and afternoon. Do you take naps? Oh, yes, girl. I'm taking naps. Whenever I get sleepy, I'm going to take a nap. Whenever I get sleepy, I'm going to take a nap and I'm going to wake back up and start working again. Um, but I usually, sometimes when I take breaks, I'm working on things that I want to work on, like animations that I want to do or pieces I want to do. Um, it, because it doesn't feel like work when I'm doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little bit more enjoyable when I'm not working on an actual commission or anything. I'm just like, oh, this would be cute for me. This would be cute for a notebook or something. Like when I'm doing stuff for me, it doesn't feel like work. But obviously it's still work at the end of the day. But (laughs) it doesn't doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like it. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And so as your, um, so we saw that you recently posted the animation and baby girl was walking how do you like what's your method to make sure that you're still learning and keeping up with trends and learning new things because also with entrepreneurship education is a key point like you have to stay on top of you have to always introduce yourself to something new so what is your like method to making sure that you're staying up to date um watching reels literally watching reels I try to I try not to just sit there and watch TikTok because TikTok is not conducive of <laughs> learning anything you listen TikTok. tiktok is a comedy show tiktok has me in a chokehold like it really really does and so to satisfy that itch because i really really try to stay away from tiktok during the day like i really really try because i'll sit on there for hours so like to satisfy the itch kind of i watch reels because reels are a little different reels are more like artistically put together for a lot of people it's it's less like jokey and fun yeah but it's more like artistically put together and so like watching reels all day I um I write down ideas that I see all day like from different reels or different things like that and that's how I pretty much keep up with the trends and what's going on is watching reels all day and um people like videos like that's the thing so like yeah and I write bits and pieces like 
oh, she panned her camera over here. Like, let me write that down for my reel one day. Like, so I literally <laughs> write down ideas all day, just watching reels or like, I'll save some reels, save some music. Cause I'm like, oh, this would be cute for this. When I draw a couple in two weeks, I'm gonna use this song. Like, <laughs> so that's, it really is like a brainstorming session when I'm watching reels and it kind of scratches my TikTok itch a little bit. <laughs> okay. Okay, and if there was one piece of advice that you can offer um, someone that's looking to change their career or getting to digital illustration, what would that advice be? Um, It has to be, it has to be consistency. It has to be 100%, 100% consistency because it's just, you can't, you just can't get good at anything by not being consistent with it. Like you can't, you you can't even really form a passion for something without consistency consistently putting in the work and seeing how far you've come like seeing how far you've come is like super motivational and it really makes you want to keep going but you can't do that if you're not consistent like if I was only drawing once every month like I still would be in August of 2020 like you know so it's just like you you have to you have to keep going even when you don't feel like it and that's the thing. And that's kind of what sets people apart, that consistency, because it's really, really hard. It's not easy, but that's what set people apart. And what keeps you strutting? So we use keep strutting as a what keeps you going? What's your motivation? So what keeps you strutting? Girl, us Black women, because we are so bomb. Like I be scrolling all day like, y'all, we are so fine. Let me draw us. Black women, hello, because we keep on strutting. Period. Period. <laughs> and then what are you strutting in? Do you prefer heels or sneakers? Actually, neither. <laughs> I I I want to like heels. I really, really want to like heels. Like I Lord knows I'm a girl's girl and I want to like heels so much, but I just don't. I can't walk in them. They hurt my feet. I can't. Sneakers. I feel like my feet are constricted. I don't like my feet to feel constricted. It feels like there's no air. I can't breathe. I don't like them. My favorite shoe are like those jelly, um, <laughs> those jelly um, Nike slides. I love them. Okay. If I could them with every outfit, everywhere I went, I would. And I'd really be strutting in my Nike slides. I just, Nike yeah. slides, okay. Yes, I love them Nike slides. My mom doing got her appearing everything. Everybody loves Nike slides, okay? If they could go with everything, I would wear them with everything. <laughs> and, what's, and what's next for you? So we saw you did a project with Old Navy. What's next for you? Um, I just signed with a um, management company called A-List Me. Um, and they're going to influence influence they're going to manage like brand partnerships so um I just signed a contract like I think last week so I'm just waiting on those partnerships to roll in um my intentions with like showing myself more and everything and putting myself out there was to hopefully get those things so like Mm -hmm. you know those should start rolling in soon um I definitely everybody's been on me about planners board they've been on me about the planners I'm going to make some planners. Yes. I'm going to make some planners. I told myself that you have until May 1st to get it together and make it happen. So that's what I'm going to do. 
Um, I'm hoping to have them released um, before Thanksgiving, for sure. Before Thanksgiving. Um, I'm going to make some planners. (laughs) (laughs) So those are going to come. Those are going to come. I just have to wrap my head around it. It's hard, but I'm going to wrap my head around it and I'm going to make it because the people have been asking. So I'm going to make some planners. I also plan on creating something for Juneteenth. I won't say. I'll just. Oh. I have something in the works for Juneteenth. I'm really excited about it. Um, but yeah, that's what's next so far. <laughs> awesome. And do you have any. Um, so after working with Old Navy, do you have any other large retailers that's like on your bucket list? Like I would really love to work with them. Um, oh, that's a good one. Cause I said, what, what did I say recently? And I was just like, I would fall out. What did I say? Of course, Target. Of course, Target. Of course, Target. Because if Target, Target acts like they want to talk to me, I'm not, everybody lose my number, okay? Because I'm a new girl, okay? Target <laughs> said they want my stuff in here. Everybody can lose my number. I need new friends. <laughs> Target. <laughs> Definitely, I would fall out about Target. But what's something else? You know, I would really fall out about Apple. That would be super, super meaningful. I would love that. If I is, could that would Apple. be super meaningful, like full circle for you. It really would. I would really, really love that. I would really love that. My only thing is, I don't use Procreate, and I know that that's an Apple product. But I'm just like, but I use an iPad and an Apple pencil. So, what's the difference? So you don't, what do you use? I use Adobe Fresco. I don't don't like Procreate because you can't draw in vectors. And like that messes with my eyes. I don't like that. It messes with my eyes that things are not like very, very smooth to a T because like I have to zoom in and draw like really close in sometimes. And to see it as a vector, it just, it messes with my eyes. I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, not to see it's like to see as a pixel, a pixel. Yeah, pixels. But like in Pro in Adobe Fresco, you can use vectors, and I mean it directly um, has the packaging with um, Photoshop, Illustrator. Um, so it comes in a Creative Cloud. Mm-hmm. And I use all of those things, so it's nice to have everything in one location. Mm. Not that you can export as a Photoshop file and. Procreate, but I don't know. I just like Adobe products. I thought we could do a partnership, all three of us, me, Adobe, and Apple. Listen, speaking of two existence. Yes, that would be nice. You could definitely get an Adobe um partnership though, because yeah, I could definitely do Adobe. Honestly, I'd never heard of that program before, and I have Creative Suite. Really? I, I have Creative Suite. I think that's only one that I bring attention to. Yes, I love it. I love Fresco. And that's I have Procreate on mine. <laughs> I use Procreate. Yes, I can't. Like I have Procreate on mine. I can't. I don't like it. I have tried it. But I also make my animations in Fresco. So it's just like... I'm about to download it today. I'm about to download it today. Yes, I like it. Okay, okay. And...